on, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of It's Your World. I'm your host, Uptown Jordan Brown, Dane Allen, a.k.a. Big Buckets Brown, a.k.a. Dad. Yep, I'm a dad. I'm a dad now. <laughs> so funny. Um, let's keep it a buck. Man, it's been a minute. I'm going to start this episode off like I do every episode. How are you? Good. Glad to hear it. Yo, we're moving into the tail end of 2021, post-pandemic, post-apocalypse, damn near. But we're still here. We're kicking it. You know, it ain't over. We're here. We're kicking it. Hopefully, you all vaxxed up, ladies, vaxxed and waxed, vaxxed and waxed. Guys, I don't really know what to tell you all. Just take the shot. Take the shot. <laughs> so funny, man. Uh, one of the main things is this. Life changed in the span of two and a half years. Um, and if you was ready, you was ready. Or was it? If you know, you know. <laughs> if you was ready, you was ready. But let's keep it honest. Let's keep it buck and be honest. Let's keep it a buck and be honest. Nobody was ready. Nobody saw the fucking world stopping because of a pandemic. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Well, maybe Steve Jobs. I think Jobs said something about that in like 2015 that um, if anything were going to bring the world or the global economy to its knees, it'd be a pandemic or something like that. Wow. Crazy, right? You know, mind blowing. And then guess what? It happened. We make it through uh, the Trumpster. His uh, whole deal. Uh, Now we got Biden. And to be honest, we're at a point right now, if you're an immigrant and you came to America, you probably would not know who the president of the United States is. Only because they are not talking about him as much as they were talking about the trumpet. The trumper. They don't want to talk about the trumper anymore. Well, as much as they they were talking about him while he was in office, things have surely changed, right? Um, But what I would say is this. I'm more excited about Things to come, um, even though we went through what seems like hell with the pandemic, um, you know, you got a lot to be grateful for. You got a lot to be happy about. And you got a lot to celebrate. And that's how I feel about myself, man. And I'm really just pushing myself now to really get back into podcasting because you guys deserve it. I feel like everybody needs to hear this podcast. If you hear this podcast right now, turn it up as loud as you can. I want to tell you thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, thank you for even entertaining my podcast. Thank you for subscribing. If you subscribe, please send that over, um, to a friend, recommend the show. If you're listening now, subscribe and review one, leave a review. I'm trying to move up in the, uh, podcast rankings to start everything over again. It feels that way, but I mean, you guys have been listening. The plays have still been up there, um. Not a lot has changed there. That's pretty good. Uh, but I think this next, um, these next couple of months are going to be big. And I really want to focus on what I want the podcast to be. And uh, just continue to give you guys a pretty good product. I think that um, you cannot, you cannot half-ass anything. Um, I'm not trying to half-ass it. Um, trying to make sure that I can continue to, you know, 
put something out that I'm proud of. And I was really proud of the first, I want to say, was it 60, 50 something, 50, 60 episodes of the podcast. Um, got into really trying to move up in the comedy rankings and here in Chicago. Um, right now, it's more about networking, rubbing shoulders, getting to know people. Um, and then on top of that, dealing with the fallout of the pandemic. Um, I think uh, things 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 really took a turn when, um, I mean, there was time where during the pandemic that nothing was open, so no one was anywhere. We were all just at home, stuck inside, doing nothing, chilling, and sometimes probably going stir crazy. And now you get back into the world and try to get back to some sense of normalcy. But it's just not, it's not what it was anymore. So now you're adjusting. You're getting, you're getting adjusted to a new atmosphere, a new environment in the same place that you left almost a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, and it's different. And the only thing I have to tell you to that is bring it on. Keep pushing, man. You know, just keep on pushing. Anyway, getting back into everything, like I said earlier in the episode, update. Your boy's a dad. Fatherhood, man, that's changed. Um, it's changed me a lot. I find myself um, really reflecting on my childhood a lot as a kid, and really seeing like what things, you know, what what what, what got me going, what ticked me off, you know, what made me happy, what made me feel good, what made me, uh, what did I respond to best? Um, only because I think it's it's important that I take that and I kind of use some of that information. To help raise this youngin, you know, um, and to bring him up, you know, so that he can not only, you know, be successful in life, one, uh, but feel the love of his dad, his father, um, and his family, everybody, his community, um, and feel that, you know, he can be successful and do well. Uh, I think it's one of those things where we cannot um, just sit back and let things happen. I mean, that's a given. You want to be a good parent. You want to um, make sure that your child feels confident in themselves, um, f- feels emotionally supported and things like that. But this dude is only nine months, and he's just a busybody learning how to walk and stuff, and it's really been cool to just see a a little, 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 little yellow uh, doppelganger. <laughs> he actually looks exactly like me, but it's light. It's super light, high yellow. So funny. Um, really just happy that um you know, I was given a blessing. Um and the opportunity to, you know, do and practice what I preach. And that's gonna be funny because I know I'm a asshole and I'll call people out on their bullshit and everything like that. So he's probably gonna do that to me too. But he can't even talk right now, so I'm enjoying the quiet. So um just really realizing that, you know, you can't you you can never really plan everything, every single detail out. You could try. But life life comes at you fast and you really just um you have to really be excited about the opportunities put in front of you. Um, you know, having a, a son now is something that's made me be very conscious. Very, well, even more conscious. Even more conscious about what I'm doing, um, not only 
with him, uh, not only with the family and everything like that, but just um, life overall. Um, you gotta, you gotta kind of take the time to really be intentional about what you're doing, uh, what you're saying, what you're feeling, and how you're thinking. Um, I think it's 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 one of those. Um, and when I say that, I know it's really hard to say. Uh, you you gotta be intentional about your feelings because you can't really be intentional about your feelings because they're reactive, uh, they're emotions. But maybe the word isn't intentional, or maybe it is. Just be more intentional about how you uh, digest those feelings and that emotion. Uh, make sure that you aren't really um, beating yourself up, up up about things that you can't really control. Uh, beating yourself up about things that actually have nothing to do with you in certain situations. Um, but you know, a part of that is also about what you're going to instill in this young person uh, that's coming up behind you, uh, that's that you're bringing up, that you're you're raising and you're you're um, cultivating. What you're cultivating in your child, you know, um, that goes along with what you're cultivating inside of yourself. If you're cultivating positivity, if you're cultivating confidence. Um, if you're cultivating emotional intelligence and things like that within yourselves, then it should be, uh, you know, pretty easy to do that in another individual. But sometimes that's just not how it works. Cause I think I even had a bit when I first started comedy, like maybe two or three years in, I'm like, man, you know, you got to expand your topics. Um, I hadn't had a kid yet. Um, me and my girlfriend at the time were discussing it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just, um, I, I wasn't thinking about that stuff, but at the same time, writing it down on paper is the bit was, you can do everything right raising your kid. You can have them uh, in after school programs. You can have them in school on Saturdays like I was. You can, you can give them extracurricular activities. You can make sure that they're good and everything is taken care of. And guess what? They can still be a shithead. <laughs> but that's just how it is, man. But, um, you know, it's just been great to feel the love of everybody wanting to meet the young guy and um, seeing how he um, has brought different things out of people around me has been interesting, and I'm pretty sure he's done that for me as well. Um, you, you can't um, let that go to the wayside because it's just like this huge feeling of worry, Love, excitement, care, um, all built up inside of you. And you see this little all muscles running around your house or your, your parents' crib and family's crib trying to figure out what life is and looking at everybody all starry-eyed, like, Yo, who are you? And, you know, and just really taking everything in and it just changes you. It makes you feel a certain way. Uh, you can't, you can't write that off. Um, it's, it's been a great nine months and I'm looking forward to the next billion years of being a dad. Cause that's never going to stop for me. Um, I'm always going to be like thinking of that little dude, man. And his, his smile, you know, his laugh, 
you know, that's that's my boy, man. I'm really excited about that. Um, but anyway, moving right on. I do have a show tomorrow. Well, today. I'm actually recording this on uh, Thursday night. But um, uh, well, it's past midnight, so that would make it Friday morning. Anyway, um, what is tomorrow? No- November 13th, 2021 at the Red Room Comedy Club up north in Chicago, Illinois. Google it. Do you Googles? Do you Googles? Meet me there. 7 p.m. Come holler at me. Um, I'll be uh, doing a set there, but like I said earlier, you know, just getting back into the world and everything's opening back up or had opened back up and really just um, get back into stand-up. Just saw a post of a friend who went out to L.A. and she was saying how she hadn't touched a microphone in like two weeks. You ain't been on stage in two weeks. How does that feel? Uh, from my experience, it feels like shit because you're so focused on really trying to build your material, uh, get the stage time, build your stage presence up and everything like that, and really just developing yourself as a comic. Um, but, you know, these past couple of months, I've really just been hitting, you know, just showing up to different mics, checking different comics out, uh, introducing myself and networking and things like that, only to make sure that, uh, you know, these next couple of, um, you know, years in this comedy game, you know, go a long way, um, and trying to get booked on more shows and everything like that, while, all while balancing a full-time gig and everything like that, so if you contribute, uh, to donating to the podcast, so I can continue to do this and grow, hopefully to be doing something, um, similar to this on a grander scale, you know, holla at me, I'm gonna put the cash app ID in the, uh, show description, maybe you can send it, if you send a dollar, that would be cool. If I get 100 people to send me a dollar, that'd be dope. <laughs> send me a dollar, man. Uh, but, you know, it's been fun really meeting all the old comics and the new comics, seeing new comics get up there and do new material, hearing a different name, checking them out at different open mics and shows like that. I think that's dope. One of the places I've really been hanging out a lot is at Lincoln Lodge. Uh, if you're into stand-up comedy, improv, or anything like that, check it out. The Lincoln Lodge on Milwaukee. Um, here in Chicago, Illinois, is a great place for that. If you look it up on uh, Google, you'll be able to check out different shows, um, buy different shows, buy tickets for different shows, excuse me. Um, and, you know, really just uh, fulfill that entertainment need. I think the main thing that really stuck out to me post-pandemic and then even chatting with people, and it sucks because we got to face the reality of it. Um, at first, you know, thinking comedy, stand-up comedy was like a dying thing, you know. And I don't think that's true. Uh, thinking that, and people have been saying that, and I was a bit discouraged starting out. But at the same time, I really enjoy um, making people laugh. I really enjoy being funny. <laughs> it would be different if you sucked, or if I sucked. But I'm really pretty, pretty good. I think I'm good. <laughs> And really just um, pushing myself to just expand the material. I said that earlier. Expand on the material. Revisit old material. And come up with something different. But uh, going back to the Lincoln Lodge. Just being there and um, being in that environment. All the different people. Going into all the different showrooms and everything. Like checking out everybody's shows and the material and different things like that has been great and that has led me to hopefully uh, one day 
uh, do like a series for comedy here in Chicago. I think that would be pretty dope um, for you guys to check it out. Uh, just asking different comics to sit down and have a conversation and going from there. Uh, even if it's just one episode, I think that'd be dope. So like trying to take it, take the NPR, um, this American life idea and turn it into something that, uh, is something that you can really, uh, take in as a, uh, fan of comedy or Chicago comedy for that moment. Or even if you're in comedy here in Chicago, just to make sure I'm talking about the right shit. Um, you know, there's different places here in Chicago, the Lincoln Lodge again being one of them, the Second City, um, Training Center, another one of them, you know, that's where I started at, and expanding over to the South Side at Riddles, going to different clubs there, out there, um, going to different mics out there, and really figuring things out. As far as, you know, what is what is Chicago, Chicago comedy offering nowadays? You know, it's a, it's a storied history of Chicago comedy. We got names like Bernie Mac. Uh, shit, who else, man? Um, Belushi, uh, Bill Murray, Hannibal Burris, um, Jeff Garland. Oh, and even the great Dick Gregory as well, man. Uh, um, so it's one of those... Things where one of the things that I heard the other day, someone said to me was like, man, you think all the greats went through this type of stuff? We were at an open mic. <laughs> all the greats went through all this. I'm like, dude, they went through the same shit. What you mean? It, it, can, it couldn't have been easier or that much different. But, I mean, it's, it's all a grind. It's all about the hustle, man. It's all about getting out there and, you know, make, being a staple. Uh, one of the main things that, you know, I wanted to try and do was be memorable. And and that's not even just, like, with the material. Um, not just with your material. Be memorable. When people see you, um, how do they remember you? What do they remember you for? If that's something that you're wearing, if it's something that you always have on, you know, shit like that, man. Like, um, what's, like where's Waldo? Everybody knows who the fuck Waldo is because he wears a striped shirt. You know, but like just being a comic, you know, that that um, brings it every time when they're on stage as well. Getting yourself out of that um, mode of thinking, you know, this is just one open mic. No, it's not just an open mic. Like you got to go hard. Like I, I don't I would say the main thing for me is just like getting up there on stage and present what you want to present. If you don't do that, then you go always be second-guessing yourself when you get up there at the next opportunity. But um, <laughs> that was a tangent. Uh, going back to, you know, the series, I think it will be pretty cool to do that. Just maybe it will be an inter interview type of thing or, um, you know, switch it up. But I do like the NPR aspect of it and doing Chicago comedy and going from there. Uh, it's really, um, really cool, man. Just to see everybody develop. And not only that, we went two years and didn't see anybody um, from the community like that. Unless you really hung out with people like that. But even then, you still had the quarantine, so you probably didn't. It's just been really cool to, um, what's it, reconvene? Circle back, <laughs> as everybody says, with the work from home lingo. And finding out that, you know, uh, everybody's doing well still working, 
still sharp. Still sharp. And, and that was one of the things that got me coming back to comedy after the pandemic. And, you know, going to the open mics and different things like that. And it shows, it just seeing, like, people still have fine-tuned material that's really good. And it, and, and, and it, it moves the room like it did a year and a half ago prior to the pandemic, two years ago prior to the, to the pandemic. Um, it made me feel like, you know, this is, well, this is worth it. Um, to have people say, hey, man, that was a good set. Like, your shit is really good. You know, that was great. Um, that was great. And, and and to think I spent almost two years at home, <laughs> not going to the open mics, you know, not unable to go to the open mics, should I say, and really just um, writing. Uh, and that's, that's one thing that I think um, has really pushed me um, these these past couple of weeks and getting out there on stage. And it's all about getting back into a rhythm. You know, I think um, when you can get on stage uh, consistently um, and really push uh, your performance every time, it's really good. And what I mean by that is, you know, don't go up on stage like a days ago. Don't go up on stage feeling like you can't um, really just do what you want to do. I found myself the last couple of weeks, uh, I would write, and, you know, I would come up with different material, but I would also just sit back and say, hey, look, um, this is what you're feeling right now, in this moment. Go with the material if you want, but if this is what you're feeling right now, say it. Um, if this is what you think you need to work on right now, work on it. Um, I really appreciate that the open mic scene and the comedy scene has been very um, gracious to us all, actually um, getting out on stage and doing new shit. Um, you can't really just uh, write off preparation and practice or any of those things. You really just need to uh, focus. Focus. But I didn't want to take up too much time on that, but I mean, hey, I actually moved to a new neighborhood. I'm in the Gold Coast, baby. This dude has made new moves. You know, some things ain't too bad. Um, just had to make a move. And, you know, life happens. Things change. I can't um, sit back and soak on I mean, I can, but that wouldn't be good. Finding out my new neighborhood is awesome. It feels a lot like being at Miami of Ohio, <laughs> except I actually have money in my pocket. I'm not a struggling college student on Scholar. Um, waiting to get that next uh, meal plan up late. <laughs> Good time, man. But it's really interesting being here and seeing the different types of people that come through the neighborhood and how the neighborhood is always buzzing and everything like that. But guess what? The same shit, the same stupid shit you see on the south side. Sometimes you see the same stupid shit in the Gold Coast. It just happened to be after a certain hour. <laughs> like, none of this changed, man. It's all it's all been there. It's all been there. Uh, but it's really funny just really taking it all in that, um, you know, you, you you made a move. You had to do something different. Uh, and it was, it was it's, it's been a successful move so far, so. Uh, what's that old say? So far, so good. So far, so good. Uh, it's really one, um, one, uh, 
feeling that you know I'm I'm happy that I was able to land on my feet and everything's cool, uh, but also really um, taking it all in. I mean, I have a walk. Um, then I do this great. You get to enjoy the lake, uh, enjoy all the 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 scenery of um, Chicago's uh, Gold Coast and uh, area. The 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 landscape along with the skyline, you know, so it's not too bad. Just um, really one of those things where uh, I really feel like you you really underestimate your power sometimes. And you shouldn't. There's <laughs> nothing profound there, just that. Never underestimate your power. It's something that um, cannot be reproduced it's yours hold on to it hold on to it use it wisely and responsibly um, and really just again make sure that you're intentional with it so I mean with that said I don't really have a lot to talk about today I just wanted to make sure I put an episode out for you guys to check it out tell you everything's cool Everything's all right. You're good. Oh, I wanted to talk Bulls. This is a sports segment. If you want to hear it, listen. If you don't, turn it off, but make sure you share the episode. Repost, share the episode. Anyway, the Bulls, we are back, baby. They saying they might be contenders. They say we are back. They saying we might be contenders. They saying we might be contenders. That's all I'm going to say. They look fast. They look athletic. They can defend. That's what I care about the most. I can outscore you if I can stop you from scoring. I can outscore you if I can stop you from scoring, too. That's a win-win. I like the fact that this team is young. They got a few all-stars. And they're all motivated. They all seem to be happy that they're here in Chicago. And that's great. If your team is happy to be together, then you won. That's that's half the battle right there. Um just seeing this team on 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 paper is amazing. It's a, it's a it's a star-studded roster. Uh, it's also good to see them play live. Um, you watch them on film. Uh, from what I was told from basketball, you know, gurus or hoopers. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just big buckets brown. I'm not really a hooper hooper like that. But anyway, um, you know, it's good decision making. They're moving the ball around. You know, it's nothing that um, they aren't doing that shows that they won't be successful. I just worry that we're going to struggle to figure out where Voots fits in this offense. And that's why I think Ayo DeSumo comes into, into play. Um, I, don't, I don't think that he's playing terribly right now. And, and I'm okay with it. I just want him to continue to, to trend upward and develop. But I think he's going to really show up and show out post-All-Star break. I'm not saying Io is bad. I'm just saying the time that he's getting, from what I've heard and I've seen, the time that, I, that he's getting um, and I've seen, I feel like it's going to take a while for him to get the trust of Donovan. And they're going to have to build the relationship up um, to show that he trusts him to run the offense, to show him that, you know, 
he because he can do it. Io is one of the players that on uh, the point guards on the team that I think can definitely play that pick and roll two man game with a big like Roots. The only thing is, you got to figure out where you go get the minutes from, and that's the crazy part. Is they're talking about what's his name? Uh, was it Parker needs to be moved? And I'm like, this dude. <laughs> we just got him what two years ago, and you're gonna deal him away because of trade value, but you ain't really let him develop. And and plus, let me say this. The NBA is the only, it's like, the oh, no, I take that back. Outside of Major League Baseball and the NBA, this is the only, like, sports that you can be in a, in a, on a team and on a roster for, like, six, seven years. They let you develop. Like, no matter how bad it is, they're just going to let you play. Um, they're going to let you develop. Um, and if you don't, then you end up elsewhere, but you can still be a pro. But I, I think he's, uh, I said Parker, I think I mean, what's Kobe, Kobe White, that's his name, I don't know why I always say that, but um, let me double check that, yeah, Kobe White, I don't know why I say Parker, uh, I think he's a guy that can be very valuable for us, not only his trade value or trade bait, but this dude can really play, he's a, he's a mismatch nightmare, not only that, you got Lonzo as well, so you can also play him at the two, uh, but then you push DeRozan to three, uh, Minimally, I think, but it depends on where he feels comfortable. Um, so I don't know, man. Just check it out. Keep watching the Bulls. Make sure that um, you support them because they back the Bulls. I'm back. But yeah, man, I don't know. I um, I'm excited, and I'm glad that uh, this team is is back on the right track. It was rough, rough, and that's not even a word. This. These past couple of years really felt exactly how the early 2000s felt. Like, that was bad. Like, it was awful. Hadn't watched Bulls basketball at all that much. And it was just sad. <laughs> After, you know, seeing, like, the last dance and stuff like that, when you get a team that can actually compete, you got a team that can actually compete and put a good um, showing out when they hit the floor, That's all you. that's all you can ask for. That's it. That's all. Because, boy, man, it's been bad. I'm th- I'm talking like Ben Gordon, Tyson Chandler, Eddie Curry, all those dudes. They were so young and inexperienced, and they never put a vet around them that, that had won before. <laughs> and the bad part about it is that that time they was putting like vets who was just like bench warmers <laughs> for their whole career. I mean, they were still in the new book. But they was bench warmers for their whole career. And they couldn't really lead a talent-laden young roster. And that's just all it is. And now, fast forward, 2021, we got Vuce, DeRozan, Lonzo, uh, Io, uh, some other young players, Caruso, guys who've actually been on some pretty solid teams. I mean, I mean, outside of like, well, Vooch played well, but uh, solid teams that um, really have won games or uh, the players have been dominant on their squad, you know. So that's all you can really do. Um, you can, you, that's all you can really do. Just be happy. Just be happy that you got a solid squad now. Like, you are excited about Bulls basketball again. You know, that's all. That's where I'm at right now. Um, but let me know how y'all feel, man. Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter. I'm on TikTok, at It's Jordan, bruh. Everything. Um, 
Actually, TikTok is just at It's Jordan Bruh. Uh, I-T-S-J-O-R-D-A-I-N-B-R-U-H. While um, with uh, Instagram and Twitter is at It's Jordan Bruh. I-T-S-J-O-R-D-A-I-N-B-R-U-H underscore. Uh, hit me up on there. Follow the show at It's Your World Pod on underscore on everything. Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh, check it out. Let me know how you feel, man. And, um... Hopefully, these next couple of weeks will be pretty dope. I'm going to really work to make sure that I set the times up to be able to do these episodes and I have different people to have on the show. Um, or it might just be me, and if that's the case, then you don't know. And I'm also going to start working on that uh, little series, man. It's going to be pretty dope, man. Uh, really happy that um, I'm getting back into things. I think my little dude is a uh, little fire under my ass, uh, even more. <laughs> Got me going. Trying to get some work, man. Uh, trying to get booked on shows. Also trying to get the podcast out there. If you hear this podcast, make sure you recommend it to somebody. Subscribe and review. Also, remember, 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 if you leave a review, that helps me. If you leave a review, that helps the podcast. If you share this podcast, it helps the podcast. <laughs> It'll help me to get some more dope-ass guests on the show. It'd be wild. So help me. Help you enjoy my podcast. I'm also going to put the Cash App tag in the uh, bio of the uh, show. So just let me know. Bio. What is what is the notes of the show? Look at me. Forgetting that already. God, it's been too long. I feel great, though. I feel great, though. Again, let me know how you feel, people. Appreciate you checking out the latest episode of It's Your World Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Dane Allen, a.k.a. Big Buckets Brown, a.k.a. Uptown Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Dad. And I will talk to you later.